Hi, welcome to the Pen Garden, your writing productivity podcast, which will help you build a unique Zen writing routine tailored to your lifestyle. I'm your host, Lainey, and you're listening to episode 4 of our first season, Beginnings. If you haven't watched the previous three episodes, don't worry. Enjoy this one, but make sure you go back and have a listen. There, I talk about self-care, your personality type, and your social bubble. I'm launching the Pen Garden with a full season to urge you to dive in straight away and start thinking about how to incorporate positive changes in your daily writing habit and how to rest effectively. Grab a drink if you can and relax. This time is for you. I'm a writer just like you, and as I've said before, I have been writing actively for the past 8 years. Burnout is not an unfamiliar thing to me. I have experienced the symptoms and have managed to keep it at bay for the most part. So I will be using science and my personal experience to educate you to do the same. For this episode, I will focus on the definition of burnout, why writers are so susceptible to it, and I will outline a few things you could do to recognize it before it's too late. This episode will be informative, but not negative, hopefully. I'm giving you the information because knowledge is power, and especially with mental health issues, the first step to prevention and improvement is recognizing the issue for what it is and admitting it can happen to all of us. First things first, if you Google burnout and reach for the third definition of the word, it stands to mean physical or mental collapse caused by overwork or stress. Simply speaking, it is what happens after you're under continuous pressures you struggle to cope with and you don't or can't recognize the symptoms. Then they mount up and you reach a point you just can't go on anymore. It is a worst case scenario for your creative self. In 2017, an online survey asked more than a thousand adults whether they had experienced certain burnout symptoms. 90% said they felt they were achieving less than they should, and 85 said they felt run down and drained of physical or emotional energy. A state like that is not conducive neither to creativity nor to productivity. Before I go into the details, I want to preface this by saying that symptoms of burnout are common. And burnout itself is something people recover from and continue to lead successful lives. If you experience burnout as a result of difficulties with your writing practice, whether that's self-inflicted or external, don't view this as a reason to quit something that once brought you joy and fulfillment. It will have that impact again, as long as you nurture that self-compassion that we talked about in previous episodes. Now, here we go, brace yourself. Burnout has three distinct aspects, as defined by scientists. Emotional exhaustion, depersonalization, and reduction of personal achievement. In writers of all kinds, emotional exhaustion can manifest as continued writer's block and the acute feeling that you can no longer create, that you're empty and have nothing left to give as a writer. 
This is a key component of burnout and if you feel this way often and writing exercises and support from others seem of no help, chances are you're on your way to burning out. Focusing on your mental health through self-care and counseling may help you rest up and replenish your creative well, dodging a full-blown burnout. The second aspect of burnout is depersonalization. This is when you lose sensitivity to your writing environment. This may present as isolation, for example, refusing to go to your regular writing group or not wanting to engage with writer friends, or may come as rejection of all things writing, from reading books or studying or even disliking writing-related social media posts. It may just be apathy towards the achievements of others in the same field as you, or displaying a lack of interest in feedback and critique for your own work. It would feel like nothing matters. This kind of numbness towards something you know in your mind you're supposed to be passionate about is also a symptom of incoming burnout. As the emotional exhaustion, acknowledge, rest and get help. Rekindle your passion. The third and final aspect of burnout is reduction of personal achievement, which in writers can manifest as hatred towards everything that you write or playing down your achievements when others mention them. It is a decline in self-esteem and a sense of guilt that won't go away whatever relative successes you accomplish. It is a feeling of not being effective and as such is very detrimental to the creative mind. If you experience all three of these, chances are you have burned out. Don't panic. Don't suffer alone through it. It's a real condition and part of your creative experience. Acknowledge it and seek help. As I said, it is the worst case scenario of these symptoms, but it's not the end of the line. It's treatable. You can definitely get better. You can definitely write again and love it. Seek help from a qualified counseling professional and make sure you rest up. I've got two more very important points to make, but before I move on to that, I wanted to ask you to make sure to check out the rest of the available episodes on this season. If nothing else, the overall information should spark some ideas about how you could make your writing practice more effective and fulfilling. And if you want to know more after, please subscribe to the show and A Cup of Writing Joy will be directly available to you every week. Burnout is very common for people in certain high-stress jobs like physicians, nurses, social workers, teachers and attorneys. You would think that because most professional writers are somewhat flexible, they wouldn't really experience burnout. Well, that's clearly not the case, otherwise where am I even going with this podcast episode, right? The good thing about all of this is writers have easier access to tools that can help prevent burnout and can more flexibly incorporate them in their writing routine, creating an overall mindful practice. So while it is not as prevalent in writers, burnout is still very real and very damaging to the creative mind. If you can stop it in its tracks, why won't you? And this is why I created this podcast. A lot of writing advice involves rigorous practices. They focus on productivity in a way that may work great for some people, 
while for others it will cause disproportionate amounts of stress and guilt. I will give you an example. One of the most common productivity advice for aspiring fiction writers is to write every day, no matter what. And by all means, it's good advice. It will put words on a page and it will make you feel productive if you manage it. But it's not for everyone, because not everyone can write every day, even if they want to. Maybe they have children or care for a vulnerable adult. Maybe their day job doesn't allow them enough mental rest to nurture creativity. Maybe they have pre-existing conditions that mean one day is a good day and one day is bad. These things are out of your control, and if you strive to write every day and then fail, you're on the slippery slope towards feeling guilty, inadequate, and unproductive. I believe you should tailor your routine to your situation so you can sidestep all those nasty feelings and just embrace your own creative process, whatever that might look like for you. Productivity is relative and only you can be the one to set realistic, achievable goals to ensure your writing practice is sustainable. So, how can a writer get those three symptoms of burnout we talked about earlier? Emotional exhaustion, depersonalization and reduction of personal achievement. They don't just appear out of nowhere, right? They definitely don't. Writers are often juggling other things, not just writing. It could be a day job to supplement writing income or teaching and studying if you're in academia. Even full-time authors, depending on your publishing model, have to juggle some kind of marketing, finance or business management for their own small companies. So the causes of stress and then of burnout are not going to come as a surprise. Lack of key resources, for example, is very detrimental. You could argue writing requires very few resources, and that is generally true. But the most important resource for writing, and I would like to also add in life, is time. You need time to plot and plan and research, and time to sit down and put words on a page to actually write. So what if you don't have the time to write? You're lacking a key resource. And writing is also a creative endeavor, which if suppressed for too long, will drive you insane. And I don't have fancy research to back this one claim, but I'm speaking from personal experience. Usually, writers need to write, and if they don't, they become miserable. But say you also have the time to write and you manage to sit down, but then it doesn't work out. Frustration when things don't work out is another cause of burnout. No one was born skillful and good writing as any skill takes time. Getting to a point where you're proud and happy of your creative output can be a long and tedious road. Similarly, when you struggle to find your priorities in your writing career, you may feel overwhelmed. Things might start happening out of order, too soon or too late, leading to tension and self-imposed guilt. Perceived risks to your financial future or your mental health might lead to crippling fear, leaving you unable to put a single word on the page. People around you might feel less supportive than you'd hoped for, or your work might be getting feedback you hadn't anticipated. So, a lot of obstacles and a lot of lack of key resources, the main of which for writers I think I can summarize, are time and support. 
Wow, I try to make all this sound very relevant to your writing life, and I think I ended up painting a very, very grim picture. I'll bring it all back and say I'm not telling you all this to panic you. I'm passionate about self-care, for mental health, and about writing. I try to bring them together in my own life as much as I can, and through this podcast, I want to give you the power to do the same. By educating you about what burnout is, and what causes it. Not to stress you out, but to empower you to see the symptoms in your own writing practice. In further episodes, I'm going to break down the causes one by one and suggest actions and inspiration on how to tackle them in your own situation. I hope you'll stick around as I give it my best shot. As I've mentioned before, a full season of The Pen Garden is available to listen. The other topics I explore are what is self-care and why you should practice it, how to discover your personality type to help you know your writing self better, what your social bubble is, and what challenges and opportunities other people bring to your creative life. And finally, why routines are so awesome and why you should think about getting one. Next week, I'm diving straight into Season 2, Your Personality where I will dig deep into what are the best approaches to a writing routine for different personality types. A transcript of this episode is available on my website lanydelarock.com slash pengarden. That's L-A-I-N-E-Y-D-E-L-R-O-Q-U-E dot com, all one word, slash pengarden, also as one word. I have cited all of my sources there so you can go on and continue your own research on the topic. If you like this episode, please leave a review. It helps creators who are starting out, such as myself, let more people know the podcast is enjoyable. If you want to be up to date on Pen Garden news, subscribe to the show and sign up to my newsletter. I promise no spam, only cups of writing joy. You've probably finished your drink, so it's time I let you go. If you want to continue the conversation, you can poke me on the Pen Garden Facebook page or tweet me at Lainey Delarocque. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. Hope you have an awesome week and speak to you soon. <laughs>